podcast for filthy casuals by filthy casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 121, recorded Sunday, February 19th. I'm your host David Holloway and joining me firstly is a man who can make a Nintendo Switch feel like a ColecoVision. How are you, Simon? ColecoVision, you mean the... uh, I don't see what the comparison is, quite honestly, because both of them are pieces of flimsy plastic crap with outdated technology in them. So (laughs) what's your point, David? I I don't get it. I don't know what my point is. I, I suppose I still hark back to your destiny and, and getting a whole level up, you know, getting leveled up without knowing how to use a super. I suppose that's what I was alluding to. Yeah, I've got proof of that. There's something on Twitch. I, I wish, <laughs> and I, I actually did on that. I wish we'd known right from the outset because, yeah, you could, it could have been – I think it's a hell of an achievement. But anyway um, – we also have a man who tries his might is not directing the next Batman solo film. How are you, Ben? Yeah, I had a meeting with uh, Warner Brothers and Affleck, and uh, it didn't go well. I'm, I'm apparently not anti-Semite enough for them, so yeah, I, I didn't get the job, unfortunately. So is that to do with Mel Gibson? You made that comment. Yeah, Mel Gibson apparently is directing the next Suicide yeah, Squad I, movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'd heard that rumor. Yeah, mm. so. um, and very exciting. We also have a special guest. Hailing all the way from Colorado, USA, a man who has been kind enough to put up with our shenanigans for far too long on this podcast, Flashpoint Superfan and all-round good guy, Jay Connell. How are you, mate? Hello, hello. Uh, It has been a pleasure to put up with your shenanigans for this long. enjoyed it all the way. And how long is long, Jay? Um, When SWOTOR dropped, I started looking for podcasts and I found Flashpoint. And so that's whenever that yeah, was. Yeah, a while back. So, yeah, that's over five years. Yeah. And I haven't looked back after that. You're a good man. We, yeah, <laughs> we're very good, good times. And so I think between um, having Jay Foran and Casmus uh, as a regular and yourself, Jay, I think that's all our listeners covered off now, isn't it? <laughs> no, but Just thank- about. I don't know. Does Ed still listen? <laughs> No, I don't think he does. I do see it on Facebook here and there. Um, I try and ping him the here and there, but no, I don't think he listens. Yeah. If you do, Ed, we still love you, but I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Um, all right, well, let's jump in. Um, as per usual, we might as well start with what we've been playing. And um, my God, it's a list from you three, so we, we'll jump jump straight in. Ben, what have you been into? Well, this might be the first month since I joined the podcast that I have not played Destiny. Oh, actually, yeah, it's not on the list. I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, no, I haven't played Destiny in this last month. I last played it on when they had the dawning thingy on, and that was literally just after New Year's Day, and I was like, yeah, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I, I haven't touched it for a while. Um, so yeah. I heard there was a new patch and everything, so I might jump back in there one day to have a look, but uh, nothing's drawing me back just yet. Uh, as usual, I've been playing a bit of Overwatch. I've got a few regular comrades that I go in there and cause some trouble with. I managed to pick up Doom uh, that came out last year, the new Doom, not the original. Um, yeah. I got it for 19 bucks at EB on PC, and I streamed my entire playthrough. Jay, you were very kind enough to come and jump in and chat with me yeah. through my streams as well. Armchair quarterback in the whole way. That's it. <laughs> Good times. And then... <laughs> and then also Batman the Telltale series. I streamed the whole thing of that, and Jay jumped in a couple of days for that as well. That was that was good times. Um, also got to spend some time in the For Honor beta, both the closed and open betas. And I uh, checked out the Ghost Recon Wildlands beta. Now, I want to say this and take it with a grain of salt because the open beta is coming up this coming weekend, actually. 23rd, I think, is when it goes live. Uh, 23rd US time, 24th Australian time. Um. And, yeah, jump in, give it a, tr- uh, a crack because it's a lot of fun, especially if you've got a few friends on with you. It is so much fun. You could cause mischief. Um, I was throwing C4 packets around the place, blowing up friends, blowing up their uh, helicopters, all that sort of stuff. I like to think it of think of it as a uh, GTA but with Narcos uh, sort of um, back re- backdrop. Okay. So if you can think of it that way, it's, it's like a lot Netflix of fun. Like Netflix Narcos? Yeah, Netflix Narcos. Mm. So think of it that, but mix it with GTA. <laughs> um, and then also I've been started playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, and um, just tonight, actually, I was prior to jumping on, I was doing some recording in H1Z1 King of the Kill. 
Now, if you haven't seen that, it's still in early access stages, but it's very popular on Twitch at the moment uh, for good reason. It's lots of fun, uh, very glitchy, not the greatest graphics or anything in the world, but for the amount of fun you can have, especially if you've got a group of friends together, uh, very good. So I definitely recommend checking that one out, especially seeing it's only like 15 bucks on Steam at the moment. Cool. And that's it. Yeah, that's still enough. That's good. That's it. And Simon, uh, you've not been a slouch either. Rattle them off for us. Well, first of all, I'd just uh, since we mentioned Casmus before, I'd like to wish him a happy birthday. Don't worry, mate. It's not as bad as it seems. Big 30? It's- 30, yeah. Um, it's going to get a lot worse from here on out anyway, so uh, make the most of it. Also, I didn't know Netflix did nachos, but I'll have to order some of those. <laughs> I've been playing Resident Evil uh, in VR, which has been interesting. Uh, been trolling around uh, Destiny, basically just asking about rather than pursuing anything specific uh my old favorite dc universe online been playing that they've uh, having a bit of a valentine's thing so for some reason flash stuff has been on special don't know why adrift uh that's the game where you basically uh zero g floating around the ruins of a space station now that one as well was done by the gentleman that made the infamous xbox comment wasn't it that's the fella Mm. And it's uh, I quite like it. Quite like it, despite the fact that most people don't seem to understand that people aren't weightless in uh, near Earth orbit. But never mind, that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> and uh, also getting back into SWOTOR, um, been having some fun with that because uh, for a while I couldn't get it to not try and run in 800 by 600, which trust me, is not great on a ultra-wide monitor. Oof. Yeah. Managed mm-hmm. to fix, but for some reason, um, the, so the picture's fine, uh, but the UI, for some reason, is still displaying in 800 by 600, so it's this itty-bitty squiggle of static right in the top left-hand corner. Oh, no. Just it's enough a- to make you, just enough to get under your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got no idea what's going on. I don't. I don't even know what what button to mash without without. without. No. I'm sure. Stop. But yeah, that's that's basically it, and just a uh, odds and sods. Nice. And Jay, you got quite a list there as well. Um. Well, I've been kind of bouncing all around lately, kind of just aimlessly drifting through my collection. I've been doing the division, which I really love. I the only thing I have. Problem I have with the division right now is that it's kind of lonely. I'm at the point where even though you can do most of the stuff by yourself, I'd still rather do the top end stuff with people. Mm-hmm. And I really like the lore in the division. It's just I don't know. Yeah. If it, I don't know if it's because it's more contemporary, but I just I love it in there. Yeah, I, I think division gets a bit of a bad rap. They seem to have done a lot to fix the game up since the early problems that they had. Yeah, it's yeah. so fun. I loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I did a PS4 Smite a lot. Ooh. Years ago, years ago, I bought the PS the Smite God Pack, which is thirty bucks, which allows you access to all the Smite gods. And then they transferred over to PS4, and so if you link your accounts, you take everything from PC with you. And the controls don't translate very well, but it is it's Smite. I mean, it's a MOBA on PS4. It works pretty well. Do uh, the For Honor beta, I also did, which I was kind of uh, meh. You know, it's just a fighting game. If you like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, then I guess that's your, your deal. Yeah, that, that's actually something that we should point out. For Honor, while being a third-party medieval melee combat sort of game, it really boils, boils down to being a fighting game at its core. With yeah. just some more traditional game modes, I suppose, from other sort of like Deathmatch and... Elimination. Um, that's another game I would recommend to anyone. Uh, try before you buy. Please, just trust me on that. Try before you buy because it won't be for everyone. Yeah, it's got I a felt, very steep learning curve as well. I felt really kind of lied to a little bit because you go through the tutorial and it seems a little bit slow and tactical. Mm, but then mm. once you actually get to the the PvP, it's just mashing buttons like crazy. That's it's it. Not, yeah, not the, at all. 
Yeah, and actually, as a pro tip to anyone that does decide to still pick it up, uh, go do the advanced practice, which will teach you how to parry and counter guard breaks and things like that. Um, and each of the classes actually have an extra advanced practice as well for their special unique abilities that they have. Um, this is just stuff I picked up on the beta, so I, I haven't actually gone and forked out the money for it. I do like the game. I really do. I, I want to buy it, but um, I'm just waiting for it to be a bit cheaper. Yeah, I'll pick it up. I'm, I'm going to wait till it's like really cheap before I buy that yeah. one. I reckon that'll happen fairly quickly because it's uh, it's coming out in an awfully crowded chunk of real estate. Oh yeah, and there's there's a lot more coming out very soon too. Oh yeah, mm. but yeah, yeah we'll sorry, see. continue, Jay. Final, I finished Final Fantasy 15. Ooh. Took about uh, 35 hours, and I was level 42, I think, when I finished it. That was super fun. I don't think I'll ever delete that one off my hard drive. Just because you can, after you finish the story, you can dive back in and do tons and tons of open world stuff. Mm. Titanfall 2, probably my favorite game at the moment. I, I'm kind of disappointed that I'm so bad at it. Because <laughs> Titanfall 2 PvP is just so much fun. Oh, yeah. I, I actually really love Titanfall, and I wish I could play it more. The problem is the Australian servers, and probably mostly the Xbox Australian servers, I don't know about PlayStation or PC. I'm finding are extremely barren, and you've only got one game type, and I get bored very quickly. So I, that's why I haven't been playing Titanfall oh, 2. So. Yeah. Over yeah, here, I, I want to over play here it it's to, click. Every yeah. every match, every mode is click, so I haven't yeah. had that problem. Yeah, if I want to if I want to play Titanfall 2, I have to go connect to the US servers, and then I've got to deal with a 200 ping, which isn't mm. fun. And a little bit of Destiny. Kind of yeah. over Destiny. Yeah, I think that's a common perception. Um, well, I, I've actually, I, I've outdone myself. I've actually got a new game I played in the last month. So, um, <gasps> only on my phone. Dance Dance Revolution? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tempt me. No, Fire Emblem Heroes, which is, you know, Japanese, uh, would you say anime inspired? Anyway, one of those real yeah. traditional Japanese sort of games. I uh, had never played any of the Fire Emblem stuff before. It's you know, very basic but quite enjoyable for what it is. It's and it's good for a laugh with all the dialogue and story. Um, and Pokemon Go, I, I've never stopped playing. As far as if I'm out for a walk or whatever, I'll use it. Um, but this week they just launched a major update, so I had a new Pokemon, um, simplified the user interface a bit, made it a bit easier to you know change balls and and stuff uh, while you're in the middle of trying to capture one. So back into that, and then I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm I not a fan Pokemon of changing Go. balls. <laughs> oh, did I'm stuck with only one of them. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going there. And um, Wow Legion, of course, um, getting a bit excited about 7.5 patch coming up because flying will be allowed um, in the Broken Isle, so that'll be good. Uh, and Destiny, it sounds like I've probably played. Uh, the most out of any of us, but I just find it kills my hands, and I, that's why I don't play a lot of, of, of fighting games. I get a bit of carpal tunnel stuff, and I just find I love that game to bits, but it kills me. You need an Xbox Elite controller. Oh no, no wait, sorry. Are ah. you are you playing on PS4 or Xbox? P- PS4, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's mm. just, and I just, I yeah, I I, pre- I hold the controller too hard, and just in a in a strike or whatever I, I yeah after one strike yeah. my hands are bugged. you might need you might need to look into getting some like controller grips that you can like put over the top of your controller so there's the thumbstick grips that you can put on top of it I'll, I'll send you a photo of mine um, yeah, cool. later on but there's like actual rubber grips that you can like it's like stick on rubber grips that you can put I'll send you a link as well cool. uh, that you can wrap around the controllers you can buy them at JB Hi-Fi and other places yeah, as well Cool. Yeah, so I'll send you some stuff, and it, it might help because you, you're supposed to be able to hold the use less grip on the controller. Cool, that'd be great. Mm. So that's it for me. Um, so let's can jump I in. throw one more thing yeah, in yeah. there real quick? Please do. Have you guys heard about Near Automata? It's uh, it's it's currently on PS4. N i e r. Okay, yeah, no, Automata. Sorry, uh, no, it's a it's a it. demo it's available on PS4 right now. Demo. Okay. Well, that means it's free. I should get it. And I really think people should take a look at it. I don't know why. I haven't heard Kind of Funny or any PlayStation people talk about it, Mm. but it's really, really good. 
It's uh, mm-hmm. developed by Platinum Games, which I really don't know anything about, and Square Enix. Okay, and well, Platinum Games are the guys behind the Mutants in Manhattan's Turtles game and Transformers De- Devastation and Bayonetta, the Bayonetta series as well. So that's probably what they're most famous for is those sort of games. Okay, well, this near Automata game, I've played through the demo three times because mm. it's just that much fun. The gameplay, the way the way the the camera changes, and you're changing from a side scroller to a top down to a standard 3D fighting game. It's just it's amazing. I yeah, I definitely I think it's it going to do well. Cool. And Simon, so I yeah, think, look at that. I think you had something to say on it, yeah? Uh, no, no. I, well, I had heard it near, but I think one of the problems it's got is that it's it sounds too much like uh, Neo. Which yeah, is maybe. Another game. Yeah. Out there at the moment and uh, I have heard it discussed but not very much and the general consensus seems to be that it's prob- it's not getting as as Jay said it's just not getting much notice or much recognition so yeah I definitely um, reinforce that to check out the, the demo I know I will be because I completely forgot it existed quite honestly mm. it's a pain in, the, pain in the butt finding it too you can't it's not like when you're searching through the store you can just scroll around to it I had to actually type in the N-I-E-R yeah, Automata see, to get it to pop with, up. Um, PlayStation's interface. They need to do an interface overhaul, really. It's getting bad. That's in the server type connection times and all that sort of stuff. And the lag. Yeah, it's mm. pet peeve at the moment. Sony need to pull their finger out and update their dashboards. Agreed. Mm. All right. Well, well let's... that's happening. Sorry, Simon. No, I was just saying that is one of the one of our t- potentially is uh, there's going to be a bit of a not to the uh, what's it called the um, the media bar um, interface, but there are mm. some that's coming with uh, 4.5. So some of that may be addressed. We hope. Fingers crossed. Sorry, David, go on. No, that's right. I was just going to say, well, going from Sony, let's jump across to Nintendo. We won't spend ages because I know we devoted most of last episode to the Switch, but just two brief points. So, well, they both link. Um, Nintendo Switch, we're a bit excited, but uh, Simon, I know you in particular were a bit wary, and um, it seems that information over the last few weeks prove your wariness was well and truly well-founded. Do you want to start off as far as why you probably won't be buying it. I know I definitely won't be on launch. Um, what would be the main concerns of yours? Um, well, I suppose it's really the same one that troubled me before. It was partly the, the sparsity of the lineup. If you, I mean, Breath of the Wild looks, looks pretty amazing, but there's 14 million Nintendo fans who can play it on their Wii U and I think a decent number of those people will. Uh, but apart from Zelda, there really isn't much to... This, the launch lineup is pretty thin, mm. especially if you take Zelda out of the equation. Um, the I'm still not entirely convinced about the, the hardware. And the I really deeply resent the gouging that's going on in the accessories and yeah. some of the recent announcements they they know that there's a generation of people out there with a pretty decent amount of disposable income um, mm. who love Nintendo and Nintendo has a special place in their heart I, I think they are being exploited quite frankly I mean that they're a business so so why not I suppose but I, I'm not feeling much respect so that would be my primary reason yeah I think you probably perfectly summarised my concerns. It's about the launch. There's nothing that I'm desperate to play on launch. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, I, when I went into, I think it was EB Games and and looked at the pricing and also online, it's like, that, yeah, those accessory prices are insane. And I know... Yeah, I, I, I think the accessory pricing is going to be a big put-off for a lot of people too. So here's a game. Well, I suppose the one, two switch game is different. You know, you can just use the two joy cons that come with it for most of that stuff. But, you know, Nintendo's kind of selling this thing on the multiplayer functionality with a lot of the stuff that they've shown. I mean, besides the portable things, it really trying to sell a lot of the multiplayer couch co-op style multiplayer as well. 
um, style of playing, and that's what they're trying to sell. So for the accessories to be really quite expensive in the grand scheme of things, it it doesn't add to the messaging that they've got. Um, you know, you want to play these one, two switch games or connect up however many switches together to play uh, Splatoon or whatever comes out down the road. It sounds like it's going to be a pretty expensive exercise. Yeah, yeah for me, it boils down to money as well. Mm. I mean, I we have, I have three kids, so if I get one, I'm, I got to get three because for my own sanity, we won't don't want them fighting yeah. over everything. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, this is 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 awesome as Zelda looks, and I God, I would love to dive into that new Zelda. I'm just gonna have to pass. Mm. That's the unanimous verdict. I mean, linking to that, and I assume this is mm-hmm. your one, Simon, too, that there was an unboxing of the Switch, and I, um, from what I gather, it was stolen, and Nintendo were unhappy. Well, that's what Nintendo uh, are, are pushing, but... Um, Leak. Yeah. You're asserting leaks. Is it fake news? It, uh, fake news, absolutely. Wrong it podcast. Should... <laughs> Dang it. It shouldn't be that big a surprise when you consider that Apple leaks like a sieve these days. Yeah, exactly. uh, mm. Uh, Sony had their slim unboxed and uh, so forth on YouTube before the damn thing even hit stores. It was before it was even announced officially. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was even better. You think about uh, it, yeah. Yeah, it was before they and before, they didn't even acknowledge it existed, despite the fact that there was a video of someone yeah. taking the box. So, yeah, basically it was um, what was it? A NeoGaf user posted um, a few videos and he said he obtained uh, the the switch a couple of weeks ago from a, a store he refused to name. Um, Nintendo have subsequently said it was stolen by employees of a US distributor. So, I don't know, GameStop, Best Buy, who knows? Um, no, it wouldn't be Best Buy because they're Best Buy um, are having to cancel pre-orders because uh, they're not getting as much stock as they thought they were. Which is... ga- I'd say it's GameStop because right. their pro- employees are apparently lying. <laughs> uh, uh, Segway. <laughs> we can't Segway yet. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh the hell with it. Why not? Yeah, yeah let's Segway. Segway away. Segway. Come on. Yes. So, yes. Um, strangers from the truth. What do you mm. know about well, from my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, what was originally happening is GameStop employees at the counter, EB employees, if you were to equate them to here in Australia, were basically lying and saying, oh, we don't have these games in stock to force people to pony up for, was it to buy second hands or to buy new games? I can't remember. It was one or the other. So they're saying, oh, we didn't have any second-hand games of that ver- of that game in stock, so you have to pay for the full retail price version. Was that what it was? No, no, it's uh, it's to do it with... The, it was the verse, other one, vice versa. It, yeah, it's the Circle of Life, which is mm. uh, EB has, because basically they... Um, they make more money off selling their second-hand ones, don't they? They make very, yeah. very little off of the new games. Very mm. little new games. I, I couldn't remember which way it was. But, yeah, I remember there was that, and then there was something about... They were lying about pre-ordering as well and forcing, you know, or trying to trick customers into making sure that they pre-ordered and spent essentially telling customers to spend more money in their stores. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And this this is to do with um, head office. There's basically the circle of life involves um, the stores and each employee has to have to hit targets for how much um, pre-owned stuff they sell. Mm. And by selling a new uh, new game or a new piece of hardware, it actually knocks back any progress they've made in their pre and their um, pre-owned targets. So, by necessity, in order to meet the quotas that they have to meet, they've been steering customers towards the pre-owned um, product if it's available, instead of um, selling them a new one. <laughs> yeah, keeping the new stock out the back instead. Yeah, because yep. basically um, game publishers would like um, retail to just vanish because, so they can suck up all the money. 
rather than having to give anyone a cut. And GameStop would kind of like the publishers to vanish into a black hole and just let them keep reselling pre-owned stuff mm. because it's 100% profit for them. That's it. It's a, it's a, it's a diabolical coexistence. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I, I like supporting, you know, my local my local place. Though we don't have a GameStop here, but I have like a little privately owned, you know, same deal. It, I do like supporting them whenever I can, but it's hard. Yeah, to you got to support the mom and pop so shops, really. But the the um, yeah, the big big names. Try not to support them when you can. And don't pre-order for the love of God. Oh God, no. never pre-order. No. Unless you want a cool collector's statue, don't pre-order. True. I mean, if you if you pre-order, you can end up pre-ordering a game, and then suddenly find that there's uh, the the publisher has announced a uh, expansion pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <Segway> <laughs> wow, you're killing it. Segway Central, Bastards, aren't they? Uh, Breath of the Wild expansion pass. So that's it. This will be our last Nintendo bit of news. So what? So this has happened after pre-orders have opened. Yeah. It was only in the last two days or so, I think it was, that the mm-hmm. news came out. Mm. Yep. Yep, and Nintendo announced that there's going to be an expansion pass for Breath of the Wild. Um, there's... It was a season pass, is I think the wording they're using. So even Nintendo is going down the road of season, season passes. passes. With... But they're not calling it a season pass because Nintendo don't do season passes. Because it, it's the same thing. Nintendo, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like 20, 20 bucks US. And basically the first chunk of the DLC is nothing very much. It's um, a couple of treasure chests, and I think one of them is one of the, one of the items you can uh, get is a shirt that Link can wear that has the Switch logo on it. I'm thinking, who in their right mind is going to want to wear that piece of crap while they're running around this glorious open yeah. world? Yeah. I, 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 I want to wear it while playing it on the Wii U, just to spite you. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that idea. Yeah, there we go. That's but how it, we're doing it. Even from an immersion-breaking perspective, that's dumb. It is. It doesn't but, fit with old. Uh, it doesn't fit with Zelda at all. No. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. And and twenty bucks is you know it's a decent chunk of money, especially when you're adding it onto the obviously talking US dollars here. Uh, when you're adding it onto a full price retail of sixty, I mean eighty bucks is is not a small amount of money. No, that 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 equates to about two thousand dollars Australian here, Jay. Oh uh, wow, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> well, what was the second part of the expansion pass going to be? Is the ex- uh, second part going to be? It was content? like a dungeon and a there's a dungeon and a story content mission or something like that that comes out several months down the road and switch and nintendo switch pants you can wear in the game mm. <laughs> with joy con controller shoes yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> all right nunchucks for the um weapons <laughs> oh shit all right you did next speaking prepare. of weapons <laughs> Speaking of weapons, oh, that's yep. uh, wait. We how can we segue off? Yeah, um, Bioware. Well, this I've heard this of this Bioware company. It might have been the reason we started this whole podcast in the first place. Um, no, don't recall. No, there has been. Um, but new Bioware IP, which even I'm a bit excited about. New Bioware IP planned for release in 2018. So who put that one on the sheet? Because I'd be fascinated to hear about that. Yeah, that was that was me. Um, it came out. About a week or so, the um, yeah, there's there was news saying that um, it was actually even longer ago. There was talk about a new Bioware IP, um, but in the last week or so, there was a I think it was a uh, conference call or an investors call or something where they said they were they confirmed that a new Bioware IP has a planned release date of I think it was for the Christmas period of 2018. Does that sound right, Simon? Yeah, they were a bit nebulous on it, but mm. that seemed to be the general area that we could yeah. expect to drop. And yeah, I'm, and I think they were saying about it. It sounds like it could be a more actiony game. Yeah, they didn't really give a hell of a lot of details. I mean, there was that new IP that they spruced a couple of years ago, which looked more like a MOBA-style dungeon crawler. Um, but that kind of fell flat on its ass. So. 
I don't know what it could exactly be. Um, there's not a hell of a lot of news about it. Um, I'm looking at news right now, and it's everything is pretty vague. They've yeah, got a it's, post it's on their website vague. that just says it's a brand new IP, and that's it. Mm. So exciting! Don't have new a lot ways. of details, but considering that they've kept it under wraps for this long, and it's let's say eighteen months away, to eighteen months to twenty-four months away from release, that's um pretty good going. So maybe we'll see something at say, well, even PAX. Is it PAX East that's coming up in the end of March? Uh, is, is, no, E3 is June, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so we, may, we might see something at PAX East if we're lucky, but I'd say E3 would definitely be some sort of announcement. Or it'll go yeah. the way of Project Titan and it'll never see the light of day, but hopefully the former. Mm. If it comes out in 18 months, that means it should come out about the same time as the fractured butthole. Uh, <laughs> that breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't do. Mm. It broke my butthole. Uh, they're in comfortable territory for me, but I won't go there. Um, all right, so yeah, so really not not a lot to talk about there. It's just going to be wait and see and see what's announced. Mm. Just um, something to be aware of. Yes. Now we had a, a very useful uh, listener suggestion um, in the past month that I really really liked, um, which was, and I don't want to mention the listener although there is a small chance that they're a current co-host on tonight's podcast. He sounds like a stud. <laughs> he does. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're so kind. I can't believe you're talking about me like that. Um, yeah, so, Jay, you, you mentioned, I really like this, that to keep things even more interesting than what they are, that we look at uh, taking it in terms of signing, I assume, the rest of the team a game to go and play that they haven't played before, obviously, you know, taking into account finances and so on so yeah i don't know how you guys would make it work or how how to do it but i it's it's we have to venture outside of our own comfort zones you know like we have to do things that we're not typically wanting to play yeah yeah and i just thought it would be a cool cool thing to do to assign certain things to and i and i and i mentioned that maybe you know you know set a minimum amount of time for that person to play that game and since it's a monthly podcast it should be a substantial amount of time you know mm. like you know at least 10 hours or 15 hours to make sure you actually sit down and play it yeah i like and it and then and then tell us all about the the torture that you had or you know maybe you enjoyed it so just you know proving how we fly by the seat of our pants we haven't discussed this before the show so I'm going to put my hand up and say I'd rather not be the first person purely due to some real life deadlines in the coming month. But oh, well, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Excuses all... already, Jesus. But no, I'm actually I, I'm the one that's probably the keenest from the viewpoint. I play so few games. I'd love someone to throw a new one at me to check out. I think that'd be brilliant. Um, but probably not in the next month. I can think of one that'll make you cry, but I don't know if you played it before. I oh, will do it as a hypothetical. Um, have you played Last of Us yet? No, oh. but that's that's one I would like to play. I, I suggest you go. You've got a PS4. It's you could probably pick it up cheap. You could probably pick it up cheap secondhand. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, I suggest you go play that one, David. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that one. Um, but I also know that you have a daughter, so uh, just with that opening scene, I apologise in advance. Yeah, I'll make sure, but. Is anyone else wanting to do it in the next month? Because if I, I couldn't mm. commit to sort of a dozen hours even of playing a new game in the next month. Oh, uh, I'm willing if someone wants to throw something my way. I'll stream it even. Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> 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 there you go. Oh, God. All right. Do- <laughs> Done. I'm looking, at it, I'm looking it up on the Steam store right now. <laughs> God, I wonder if it's even available. Yeah, we have a winner. All right. The only, re- the only reason I know about that game at all <laughs> is because Butters was playing it in the South Park uh, WoW episode, which is still legendary. Oh, it's a great episode. I must rewatch that. No, it's not on Steam. Oh, lucky for you. All right, so hmm. you have to cut. What's, what's a backup? What would? Have you played Final I'll, Fantasy Fifteen? No, I haven't. Ben? 
No. It's not. I'm not, do you have I'm not it? a fan of JRPGs either, so maybe that should be So you it. probably don't even have it? No, I don't. All right, that one's out. Uh, it's a little bit too on the pricey range for me. I've got a few games coming up, but I have to buy. Um, what about see. what about that piece of shit that you bought, Simon, that I nearly bought to the... Oh, you did play it, I think, Ben, the one where you go and explore new worlds endlessly. Oh, yeah, No Man's Sky. Oh. Yeah. No Man's Sky, I, yeah. did, I, did, I did play that, and yeah, okay. no. <laughs> oh, God. Have you played um, Dishonored? Yes, I've got... Dis- oh, I haven't got Dishonored... Have I got Dishonored 1? No, I don't have Dishonored 1, but I've played Dishonored 2. Um, here's one that you may... I don't think you've played, and it's also damn cheap on the PlayStation Store... And given you just mentioned Doom, um, what about Wolfenstein? Ah, actually, I do have a copy of the new Wolfenstein, and I have not cracked it yet. I mean, it's a pretty nice one. I'm I'm not exactly putting a hard task on you because they're great games, but... No, I I do have that one. I haven't played it yet. Um, Yeah, I, I can do that one. Something that you don't have to pay any money for, which... Could be uh, one of the uh, the latest games with gold. Oh, I play them as part of my weekly streaming ritual. <laughs> <laughs> There's games like Paragon, Paragon, and Smite yes. that are Love also Paragon. free. Love Paragon. Um, I'll tell you what, what? I'll, I've got a copy. I, I bought it for my ex partner. I've got a copy of Fallout Four. It was not a game I was intending to play or have anything to do with and i have not played it yet even if my xbox account lies and tells you that i have because that's what my partner was playing on how about i play that because that's not a game i was actually all that keen on playing anyway yeah um just to jump in though i'm just looking i think i found a place where you can play hello kitty um online <laughs> oh, no. all right all right if you've got a link for it i, I will well, do it it's just wanting to download flash it may not be a legit one so no <laughs> but that'll be good <laughs> No, uh, do, do Fallout. Do Fallout? All right, I'll do Fallout and I'll get back to you unless you know if I enjoyed it or not, yeah, even though it was a game that I wasn't too keen on. you got to make your character look as much like you as possible. Ah, oh, nice. Really? I, I was going to make it hideous. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, no, that's what he meant. All right, it's Joker scars and all. All right, no worries. Too easy. I'm just, I wasn't going to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, beautiful. Good suggestion, Joe. Cool. Um, right. I'll report back next month. Excellent. Um, no, I was trying for a segue. I'm not even going to try. Uh, calling, uh, sorry, Windows 10. Uh, Mr. Tim Sweeney's calling it ransomware in reference to yes. the integration Speaking with it, Mentioning Cloud. Paragon earlier. Thanks, Joe. There's a segue. Um, Tim Sweeney, the CEO of Epic. He's been on a bit of a tirade. He's got some issues with Microsoft. You'd think they've been beating him up at lunchtime and stealing his lunch money or something the way he's been carrying on. Um, It's just been thing after thing. Um, Windows Cloud recently got leaked out onto the internet and people started mucking around with it, seeing it, and straight away Tim Sweeney's, oh, it's going to destroy your Steam library. Oh, it's going to do this. It's going to do that. It's ransomware. It means that you have to pay money and all this sort of stuff to be able to play your games. It's like, well, your Steam runs on Windows anyway. Most PCs are running Windows, so you need Windows to play your games on Steam anyway. Um, what? And in <laughs> reference to Windows Cloud, it's actually going to be more like a um, like a little notebook OS. So it's a basically Windows Lite. OS, uh, similar to the uh, Chrome PCs that you can buy or the Chrome laptops that you can buy at the moment, mm-hmm. which are just a little basic OS that you can open up, connect to the internet, maybe punch in some documents and then close it down again. Um, there's not a hell of a lot of actual features in them. Um, and then you can link it back to your normal Windows PC later on. So that's what Windows Cloud actually is. But Tim Sweeney, uh, I don't know if you've seen any of it, Simon, but the guy's got to have lost the plot somewhere, hasn't he? Yeah, he. Some of the early points he made, I only I started ignoring him after a while. He seems to mm. be severe danger of choking to death on his own dick at this point. But yeah. he's he's become <laughs> less and less coherent 
uh, and I hadn't wasn't actually familiar with this la- this latest tirade, but uh, I can't say I'm entirely surprised. I, I don't know what's behind it though. I, well, Epic used to be partners with Microsoft. I mean, that's how Gears of War all came about was because Epic developed yeah, it. So yeah. I don't. What has Microsoft and Windows done to piss him off so much? I don't know. Maybe Bill Gates just hasn't been returning his phone calls. Or he transferred he, his whole music library for the zine. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Uh, uh, or maybe he just mm-hmm. got a little upset that they shut the servers for the, the kin down so quickly and he lost his entire contact database. <laughs> oh, poor Tim. Yeah, poor Timmy. Mm. Well, maybe if he had an external hard drive, he could have backed it all up prior to that happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've yeah. heard... I've, well done. It's, it's funny you mention that. I've heard that the PS4 might be getting an update that uh, allows that. Really? This is... Wow, that's... That, what a coincidence. And I've got to admit, even I'm very excited by this because my PS4 is chockers and I've deleted everything mm. I possibly can, so just a bit excited by this. But Simon, do you want to give us the rundown on what the limitations are? Limitations? Well, why don't we talk about all the, the super awesome things? No, I don't want to be positive. It's Sony. Let's go straight to negative. Uh, you don't want to talk about PlayStation now first? Then? No, no. Yeah, look, let's talk about what 4.5 is going to bring because it is a big... It is a big update. So, uh, external hard drive support, asterisk. Mm. There's, there's asterisks attached to a lot of... Oh, yes. yes. Of uh, so, as, as most people... Well, uh, who knows? As some of you may know, the Xbox has had supported external storage for a while, mm-hmm. uh, because you can't swap over the hard drive. Uh, it's pretty open in that you can have up to two eight terabyte drives, I think it is, plugged in, if such things existed. But the point is, like the, the Switch can take a, a non-existent two terabyte um, SD card, you're mm. covered or it's future-proofed. Um, one of the, the awesome things about the way the Xbox does it is you can unplug the external drive from one Xbox, take it over, plug it into another Xbox, and just copy your games over. Obviously, you still need a valid license in order to play the game, yep. but uh, it's great for backing things up, especially for any digital purchases that maybe you want to shunt onto another drive uh, because you're not using it, but don't want to have to re-download the entire darn thing again. Yeah, as- especially with Australian internet. Yeah, or especially mm. if um, Konami's involved and just have this, whatever it is ripped completely off the ether. Um, Sony's providing external hard drive now, which will you can store up to eight terabytes, but only you can only have one drive plugged in, mm-hmm. and the internal swappable drive, the external drive will be locked to that PlayStation. So you can't take that drive and plug it into another. If you if you try that, then the other PlayStation will offer to format it for you. Uh, but you can't see or copy any of, or use any of the content. So it, it's good. It's not not great, but it's it's good. Uh, custom wallpapers, if that's a big deal to anybody. Um, quick refresh menu. So the uh, you know when you long hold and you get the the quick menu up, they're yes, bringing the side menu is supposed to be a lot quicker and slimlined and, as well. So it doesn't take up half your screen real estate anymore. Is that correct? Yes. 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 Good Absolutely. thing. Uh, simplified notification list. I don't think this is such a plus because uh, you basically simplified means everything just gets glumped into the same place. It doesn't get subdivided like it is currently. Mm. Um, you can post on the PlayStation Network activity feed, so it's more of a timeline rather than an advertisement series of advertisements for the PlayStation Store. Uh, you can also, if you've got PlayStation VR, watch 3D Blu-rays using PlayStation VR, which I think it's actually pretty cool. Certainly not not something I saw coming. And um, for those of us with PlayStation Pros, uh, there's also going to be a boost mode introduced, which will pretty much uh, provide access to any games that don't have pro patches, uh, the ability to utilize the higher higher clocked uh, CPU and half the GPU. It doesn't, doesn't give you that 
doesn't uh, give you both sides of the GPU, but it allows higher clock speeds. And from what Digital Foundry has been saying, it looks like it's going to make a bit of a difference to uh, a whole heck of a lot of difference for depending on what the game is. But that's obviously Sony working on or reacting to the fact that very few publishers have bothered to do a pro patch. So they're having to step in and try and improve the value proposition of the pro by adding this. And quite honestly, I, I think this is going to make it a lot more attractive for a lot of people. Do you have a pro, Simon? I do. Do you no, have you, you uh, end up forking the out division? one? Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, yes, Ben, I did. What was your question, Joey? Do you have the division? I do not. Because oh, no. I know the division put out one, and I was. I don't know anybody that has a pro that has seen the division. I, mean, I, don't I know. assume graphically it'd probably be on par with, say, a decent PC variant of it now. Because um, I've got a decent yeah. gaming PC now, so then I've got division on PC as well as PlayStation, and it does look a hell of a lot better on PC. So I assume the PS4 Pro would boost it up to be a similar sort of standard. The boost mode will probably help it a bit more. It's it's not going to enhance the the graphics because the, mm. the texture packages are still going to be the same. What it will do is improve the um, draw distance and pop in. So. Uh, and increase frame rate in some cases, I thought. Mm. Absolutely. It smooths out the frame rate in quite a few mm. a few games. So, no, I haven't. But uh, I might actually... I mean, I've been kind of curious to try The Division anyway, especially since it seems to have improved an awful lot. So I'll have a look and let you know, because I've still got my old PS4 as well. So mm. I've been on both systems. And, and yes, the reason I forked out that was because PlayStation VR... Um, ah, of course. In, in for a penny, in for a pound, and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was... I had a friend of mine who's looking at updating to the PS4 Pro. But he said, "I'm holding out until the GT uh, Gran Turismo pack comes out for it." And I said, "You might be waiting a while. You better off going and playing Forza." I wonder yeah. if that will affect Destiny at all, because I know part of the reason I'm kind of out of Destiny right now is that. Titanfall mm-hmm. 2 just is so much faster and smoother and it just feels better which I I mean Destiny felt really good but I think Titanfall 2 feels a little bit better and I wonder if the boost mode will I, I think that's Destiny a little bit more to up. the game style of Titanfall as well with the um, wall running and the speed of that game but um, the frame rate is definitely higher on that game as well yeah it's faster mm. yeah I, I would have a look and tell you but uh, until this patch comes out I can't really because most of my the the one terabyte hard drive on there is already full of uh, VR games. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Uh, I, I need the extra space before I can check out any any of the more sprawling or any more games really. Otherwise, I'm going to have to start deleting stuff again, and I'm I'm sick of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, just while we mentioned Destiny Two, I I check every week or so, but I've missed it in the last week about Destiny Two. So allegedly, oh, they have confirmed a release window of um, fall two thousand seventeen. So they're predicting September. Well, it's 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 a very accurate prediction because Bungie have signed contracts where they have to release something in that time frame, or otherwise they lose a certain percentage of their stock to. I think it's actually to Activision. Activision will yeah. take a good chunk of their public stock, so they have to meet their deadline. Um, whether or not that's a good thing or not in terms of content, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they definitely need to meet this deadline. And they've got an extra two studios running and, you know, developing for this sequel as well. So who knows? Hopefully it does make the release. Um, hopefully it's of reasonable quality as well, which is what my concern is. Um, but apparently they're calling it the Forge of Hope. Or something okay. along those lines. Oh, I haven't heard any names yet. I've, I've, yeah, I've only heard that, uh, it's a rumored name. I'll, it's it's Reddit rumors. Don't oh. don't believe it just yet. Wait for something official. Um, I don't even think it's been um, uh, copyrighted or anything like that. Um, so there hasn't been anything listed to say that that's what it's going to be. So grain of salt. Uh, hang tight. See what happens. Um, but that's the rumor at the moment. So if it comes to PC, are you guys going to switch to stay on console? 
Alls or switch die. over to PC. Yeah, I'll stay. I'll, I'll stay on PS4. I think it, for me, that's where majority of my friends play in Destiny as well already. Yeah, I'll be curious to see it on PC, but I'll probably stay on PS4 too. Yeah, I, I don't think the game will translate very well for PC, but um, that still is the confirmed, semi-confirmed rumor is that it'll be on PC as well. Yeah, the controller. Mm. Yeah. And Forge of Hope is possibly the worst title I've heard since Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I don't know. Force Awakens was a pretty bad title, too. Yeah. Um, if, only we the... knew, if only we knew the um, episode title for episode eight. Oh, wait a minute, we do. Funny you mention yeah. that. Even though we skipped an item, um, I believe it might be called The Last Jedi, which... I don't have an issue with. I mean, what do you guys think? I'll start with you this time, Jay. Um, uh, to me, it seems okay. It seems pretty generic, I think. But did you guys hear about the the German translation? I think it was. Well, there were several translations. Yeah, the Spanish wasn't it plural? One of them. One, one of them was supposed to be plural. Yeah, loss. Yeah, so maybe. It, that helps us because everyone's talking about well, is Jedi is a singular or is a plural? And if one of the translations came through as uh, plural, then maybe we should assume that ours is plural too mm. in English. Yes, yes, and I think that puts a lot of people's minds at ease because they were expecting Mark Hamill's character to be dying if it was right. singular. So hopefully we'll find out a little bit more, and hopefully we get a trailer soon. As long well, as- oh, and Force Friday is coming back this year as well. Oh God. Toys, toys, mm. toys. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of toys. <laughs> no, no. Speaking of toys, and just, oh, move, toy on. just moving back the topic to the last one, how awesome do those Todd McFarlane Destiny figures look? I want all three. Oh, I heard about these. Oh. One, oh, one, it, oh, one. it only came out in the last couple of days. I'll send yeah. you a picture. I'm already Googling. Yeah, no, I'm already Googling. There's <laughs> six inches, right? I think they were six-inch figures, yeah. yeah they, they do look pretty good. Mm. Yeah, so there's those three from the Toy Fair that I've seen that I really, really want. And the other thing is the giant Transformers Trypticon that's coming out as well, which is going to be like 24 inches tall. It looks mad. Giant dinosaur robot. It's going to be awesome. Where are you going to put it? Next to my giant robot man that I've got, <laughs> I guess. That seems fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a Fortress Maximus that's you know, 24 inches tall when he's standing in robot mode, and then I've got an 18-inch Devastator as well when he's fully combined. Oh. I've got a few too many Transformers. The only Transformer I've got is an OG Bumblebee that I think is about one inch long. <laughs> Good old Bumblebee. Got to love him. You do. Mm. Yeah, look, yes. they're, they're nice figures. I like the yep. Warlock. Like it's yeah, hmm. uh, the hunter. There's a, Hunter's hunter. all baby. Mm-hmm. I think the warlock looks best too. Even though I made oh, a Titan, the warlock head. looks best. Nah, fishbowl head. Piss off. <laughs> Hunter's the, the, the Titan's got the vault, vault of glass armor, and the warlock's wearing the uh, what's the last raid? Um, the Taken King raid. Kingfall. Kingsfall. Thank you. I've forgotten. It's been a while. See, I haven't played it for a month. And see what—that's one of my most biggest frustrations, and I'm hoping Destiny Two fixes this: is the ability to pick up groups a little bit easier. Because I've literally yeah. not played a single raid in Destiny ever. That breaks my heart. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is one of the best things about that game. Too. Yeah, I know. So mm. anyway, I wasn't—I wasn't sold on Destiny until I did Vault of Glass, and then after that, nothing else existed for mm. eighteen months. Yeah, the the raids are the best part of Destiny, easily. Yeah. All right, enough Destiny anyway. Sorry, I'll go back to so um, E three open to the public. So this is a first, says ignorant David. I, I'm obviously aware it's an industry thing, but um, they opening it further to the public, or ju- it's the first time it's open to the public. I think it's is the f- <laughs> first time they're actually selling tickets to the public right like there's been like public people that have won or been given opportunities to attend but i think this is the first time they're actually selling tickets to the public is the best way to look at it last i heard they're already sold out they sold wow. fifteen thousand tickets wow that's according to kind of funny 
Jesus. I Now, I heard some interesting things with the ticket pricing as well. It was when they were going on sale, the first batch of tickets were going to be $115. With pre-golden age artifacts. <laughs> what the hell was that? Somebody's playing with the McFarland Toys page? No, no, that would be my uh, my ghost. It isn't safe here. Uh, that wizard came from the moon Um, yeah so and then the second batch of tickets I I heard was going to be like $250 or something yeah that sounds right yeah it's just like well hang on how can you sell a second the the tickets get you the exact same thing you're just selling them in two separate batches so why price them more it's what? called early bird price. Cons do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. not really early bird pricing, though. When they're opening it up just to everyone, they're just saying, oh, yeah, here you go. Um, oh, yeah, that batch is sold out. It's they. It's not like an early bird special no. or a um, VIP that, special or anything. No, that's exactly what it is. An early bird special is if the first mm-hmm. are served. You get, in, you get in super quick and you get to get it cheaper. That's, that's the way it works. It's an incentive. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they needed to have much incentive for that. Well, to be quite, I can't think of anything worse than going to E3. I mean, you listen to anyone who covers E3. I mean, okay, Gamescon's probably a bit worse, but uh, E3 just sounds like a absolute hellscape. Yeah. The, yeah. You have, with a press pass, the amount of time you have to wait to actually get get to anything, and that's assuming after queuing for five hours, you get there in time before they shut the thing off. Yeah. Yeah, everything that I've heard from people in the business is is like um, all these people that are buying tickets don't really know what they're in for because mm-hmm. you know it's it's easy to glorify it when you're not there, but the reality of it is, you know, it's a lot of standing might, in lines. Yeah, might want their money yeah. back after all that. But maybe E3 is going to do stuff different because they're selling all those t- tickets. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Gamescom, they do a couple of press days. I think it might be two press days now because it's gotten so big. But they do press days first and then allow the public in on the floor. Um, so maybe that'll be how they do it. The only thing at E3 I'd like to go and see is the press conferences, which will still be pretty much media only anyway. Yeah. Well, we, we need to work out which of us are going to take the media pass this year. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that because uh, I want to go to the the Microsoft one. I think they might be showing oh, some. I, I was thinking <laughs> I might take it because I wanted to go to San Francisco and go to kind of kind of funny live three. Oh man, wouldn't that be fun? Would you guys pay to go to E three? Anybody? I probably wouldn't. You can just see it all on no. online, anyways. Yeah. Not 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 unless we specifically invited there for some reason. I wouldn't even travel for Pax Oz, let alone E three. That's true. He won't. Mm. Once was oh, enough. Speaking speaking of conventions, um, well, besides PAX Oz being announced again for November this year, yes. and uh, also RTX Sydney, which recently wrapped up and being announced again for next year, um, EB Expo this year is going to be on the Gold Coast uh, on October seventh oh. eighth. It was announced yesterday morning. There you go. So. I hope to see a few friendly faces there. So, and Jay, for your sake, the Gold Coast is sort of a cross between Honolulu and Las Vegas. Okay, thank you. I was I was uh, <laughs> not saying anything, but having no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, okay, the Gold Coast is our sixth largest city. I'll put it that way, and it's yeah, it's a holiday tourist trip. Yeah. Um, okay. Theme parks, uh, beaches, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you Let's go. So there's a lot of people there anyways for fun stuff. Yeah. Generally, yeah. All right, I, I'm calling it, unless we've got any last-minute um, TV. You know, I think I mentioned we have, but I'm still trawling through Luke Cage, finally mm-hmm. enjoying it. Iron Fist releases, is it next month? Yeah, so about a month's time. Yeah. Um, TV, oh, recommendation, Santa Clar- uh, Clarita Diet. Is that, no, Santa? Santa, yeah, Santa Clarita yeah, I, I couldn't remember if I said the name right. Um, yeah, check that one out. Uh, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You're really, the second person really I've heard say that's good. Yeah, it's really good. Drew Barrymore as a zombie mum is pretty funny. It's it's hilarious, actually. I've always had a crush on her. 
Not well, mm. not always. Not back to poltergeist days. More wedding singer days. <laughs> ET. <laughs> ET. Sorry, yeah, ET. That, that's a little bit creepy, Dave. Yeah, yeah, no, not ET. Yeah, more wedding singer days. <laughs> oh god. Well, they, but where ET days, I was probably only about two years older than what she was in that movie. Mm. Mm. And yeah, actually, just on the recommendations from Netflix again, that Voltron season two. I know I mentioned it last podcast but it did come out and it was really cool it was awesome it was exactly what i wanted it to be so, yeah and um I've it's on there as well sorry Simon. i've noticed he-man's on netflix oh. as well oh yes he-man and she-ra are both on netflix princess of power oh yeah there we go i'm gonna sit my boy down and make him watch that yeah absolutely <laughs> this is how it used to be son he-man um and uh, I, I refuse to disclose how I've watched the first half hour, but I've watched the first half hour of the new Lego Batman movie, and it is it is quite good. I actually do want to go see that. I yeah, cannot I'm believe. sure it'll be funny. I just yeah, is believe. it out here in the cinema? No, so, uh, I, without getting on too much of a rave, the only places in the world that haven't had it launched yet are Australia and New Zealand, and we don't get it till the end of March. They didn't learn the lesson from the no, first Lego movie. That's right. With the pirating. That's right. Idiots. It just—it's just bizarre. And given that uh, a, a significant proportion of it was made here as well. Oh God. Anyway, they, so they had a mm-hmm. launch here. I think it was last week. They had the red carpet premiere, and <laughs> it doesn't come out till end of March. No, that's nice of them. Yeah, but from what I've seen, I I, I like it. Yeah. Why would they do that when we're we're a- probably about five downloads away from changing the national flag to a skull and crossbones. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just keen to see it so, without people jumping up in the audience in front of the guy that filmed it for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's always awkward. Mm. <laughs> Damn cam just... versions. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm still waiting for my Fantastic Beast yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just bringing things back to Netflix uh, briefly, have I recommended 3% yet? No. No. Okay, well, I'm recommending 3% in that case. Good. <laughs> I'm still wanting to, because you recommended The Expanse, I think it was. I'm, it's on my to-do list as well. Actually, I saw season two came out for that, didn't it? Has it? I think it has, or it's very soon. Ooh, and they've all, that. They've also released a very brief trailer for season two of uh, Stranger Things. Oh, yes. Yes, I've got that looks watch. very good, except it's not going to be until Halloween. Yeah, it's end, end of the year, that's right. Yeah, Which is unfortunate. Yes. you got to stop with the Netflix. There's just too much good stuff on Netflix. Yeah, God, yeah. All these, yeah everybody right. gives you so many recommendations that every time I look at Netflix, I'm just like, well, this person said that was good, yeah. and this person said that was good, and I'm just like, oh, well, my see, God, I have no idea what to watch anymore. Yeah, Jay, you have a very different problem with netflix compared to us in australia where your netflix library is about five times get the size everything. of ours okay you're right yeah yeah <laughs> First so that's, that's why recommendations <laughs> from us yeah for the australian viewers or listeners um yeah it's uh goes a little bit long further along the lines of uh helpfulness yeah. okay <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. No, that's no, all good and netflix australia has improved out of sight in uh yes the past oh, massive months. Still no time to watch it all. No, no. Um, all right, I'm calling it quits there. Okay. Uh, it's a show. Um, so, as always, if you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion, or some general abuse, just like Jay did in the last month, and look what happened to him. He ended up being forced on the show. Um, and now he's a celebrity. And now he's Yay. a celebrity to Joe and um, to Kazma. I look forward to your tragic public meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, feel free to contact us at contact at oceanicgamer.com or visit our f- highly successful Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash the Oceanic Gamer. You can also follow us on Twitter. My handle is the Oceanic Gamer. Simon tweets under RPGBeatsRL. Ben tweets under the Spawny13. And Jay, I'm not sure, did you want to give away your Twitter handle? Yeah, Jay Connell. J A Y C O N N E L L. Beautiful. Uh, and he has the best set of glasses on in his profile. Oh, yeah, very stylish. Um, <laughs> so you'll also find previous episodes of the show on iTunes, and we're also on Stitcher, Google Play, and Pocket Cast. So thanks very much for listening, and thank you to my co-hosts, Simon and Ben. Thank you. And a Cheers. 
Huge thank you to you, Jay. Uh, it's no mean feat to get up at 4am, even if you do get up relatively early most days. Greatly appreciated. Um, thank you. It was really cool. Uh, we'll, we'll... Thank you very much for joining us, Jay. Always always a pleasure to talking to you, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. If and... I can say real quick, if anybody yeah. wants those Titanfall codes, I still have tons of Titanfall 2 uh, promo codes that a manager at Buffalo Wild Wings gave me a whole stack. So if anybody wants one of those... Just you know, DM me on Twitter and I'll send you a picture. I have like fifty left. Beautiful. Yeah. Hashtag flashpoint in the DM and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, thank you. And um. So I think that's it. Oh my god, I've already used the line that we sign out on. Simon, any intelligent have things you? to sign out on? Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Oh no, I haven't. Have a great week and remember. You don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. Good night. Good night. Awkward silence. Good night. The ability to speak does not make one intelligent.